Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question came over email from Lindsay. She says, how do you discipline a one-year-old? Specifically with pulling my hair and dropping his food on the ground. I say no in a firm way and he laughs at me. Any advice you could provide would be much appreciated. P.S. Love your podcast. Thanks, Lindsay. Okay. The short answer is no, you can't really discipline a one-year-old, not in the sense that we understand that. It's more about redirection. Toddlers do not yet have what's called theory of mind, which is the idea that somebody can hold a feeling or emotion or thought in their head that's different from their own. Your son is throwing things on the floor because he can. He's interested in things that he can control. He's interested in cause and effect. Those are things that he's just starting to understand. And if you do absolutely nothing, that food throwing is going to end, usually around 18 months, even if you did nothing. It will get boring to him long before he understands why you don't want him to do it. In the meantime, it's making a mess. Okay, so you can make it easier for yourself by putting old newspaper or a mat underneath the chair, a high chair to make cleanup easier. But if we're going to try to get him not to do it instead, you have to get a little more creative. Saying no to him, like he's starting to understand what no is, but basically you're saying no is part of the reward. He presses the button and it lights up. He winds up the jack in the box and it pops up. He throws food on the floor and he gets mom's attention and mom says no. So you have to change what your son is getting in return for throwing food on the floor to make it less interesting than keeping the food on the tray. In times like this, it's important to think about what you can add or what you can take away to solve the problem, to make it something he can no longer do. He can't throw food on the floor if you put less food on his tray to begin with, okay? He can't throw food on the floor if you put a plastic cup on his tray and say, food that we don't want goes in here. We say, no, thank you, and model putting the food in the cup instead. He might be interested in that. He might throw the cup on the floor with the food in it. You know, you have to wait and see. But adding or taking away is the way to approach this. It's the same thing with the hair pulling. He's doing it to get a reaction. Even if you're saying no, even if it's a stern voice, it's still a reaction. So you need to kind of blank face it. Take away your reaction. 
What can you add? Maybe you can hand him a toy that he really likes before you pick him up. If he's holding Hot Wheels in his little fists, then he can't pull your hair. Again, thinking about what you can add or take away. It's all about creating what's called incompatible behaviors. Incompatible behaviors, it's something you set up that can't happen along with the undesirable behavior. This is something that started in the animal kingdom and human behaviorists study it as well. It's very useful for little kids. Something else you might want to add, try for the uh, the mealtime thing, is to play music your son really likes. Maybe his favorite, I don't know, his favorite kid's album during dinner. And then if he did throw food on the floor, you might say, oh, no, now the music has to go off because we don't have music when we throw food on the floor and then otherwise blank face it. So the next time he goes to throw food on the floor, he'll think like, hmm, this does make the music stop. And I like that music. It's important to remember that your son is not doing these things to test you, even though it feels that way. He's doing these things to explore his world. He's doing these things to explore cause and effect. So you need to change the effect and make it a little bit less successful for him in order to get the behavior that you want. I hope that helps, Lindsay. Let us know how it goes. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.